I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Here we go. Um, I was working out. I was talking to a buddy of mine. And I was telling him something that Bishop T.D. Jakes told me one time. I heard him say it. He said, uh, I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. Man, oh man, oh man. Man, that hit me like a, like a, like a pile of bricks, man. Because it made me feel so grateful that God has allowed me to live my life this way. Now, and I'm talking about grateful for all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I have had all of them. The person you see today, it ain't always who I was. It was on the inside of me, but it hadn't externalized itself, if that's a word. It hadn't been bought out. It was in here, but it was under development. Who I am today was a process. But like I said before, don't trip. He ain't through with me yet. Even today, I'm still an imperfect soldier for Christ. Today, I still fall short. Oftentimes. But I'll tell you what, I'm ever grateful for the life I have. And you know what? I want to encourage everybody today 
to explore your possibilities. I mean, man, explore your possibilities. Why would you not want to find out, discover, or know what it is God got for you? Why would you not want to achieve or accomplish all of your possibilities? Now, as I ask you this question, I want you to know that the devil is busy, that he plays mind tricks. So as you hear this, I already know he's saying to some of y'all, yeah, Steve, that's easy for you to say, but I didn't got myself in this situation right here. You ain't nothing too hard for God. Nothing. Nothing. And see, so as you listen to me, try to, try to get your mind open to this. Why would you not want to explore all of your life's possibilities? What's possible with your life? And I'm talking about from right where you are right now. I'm not asking you to change. I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm telling you, this is a fact that God can get you from right where you are right now. Broken, misled, misguided, misunderstood, mistaken, all of that. Misfortunate, all of the misses you've been talking about in your life. You know, you, I missed the lottery. I, I missed my ride. They fired me. I, I missed the deadline. I didn't get it. Miss. People, people, people just miss themselves to death. If you've been all in misses, God can get you from right where you are. God a home run hitter. I'm here to tell you that. He's a home run hitter. He's a put him over the wall whenever he want to all the time. And you can be a recipient of some of these home runs. He'll put the bat in your hand, but you got to swing. Now listen to me. You got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. You got to stop holding yourself down with beating yourself up. He won't hold you down about it if you don't hold yourself down about it. But I'm going to tell you one more time, the devil is busy. So what the devil do is he make you think you ain't worthy. He make you think that you've done something so despicable that you can't come back from it. He makes you feel like you so low you can't go up high. He knock you down and make you feel like you've been knocked down harder than anybody else. You can't get up. He roll you so deep down in that ditch you can't see over the edge. God can come get you from no matter where you are. I'm telling you, man, you ain't in no hole too deep for God. Magic Johnson to tell you that. Listen to me. You ain't in no hole too deep for God. Steve Harvey can tell you that. You ain't in a hole too deep for God. Tyler Perry can tell you that. I can name you some people. Bishop Jake can tell you that. I can tell you. Kenneth Ulmer can tell you that. Bishop Kenneth Ulmer. I can tell you some people. Kirk Franklin can tell you that. Donnie McClurkin can tell you that. I just know some people personally, man, that done been in a hole. I, Joel Osteen can tell you about it. I know some people, man, been down, been in a hole so deep. I bet you Paula Dean can tell you about it. See, but but you know what, then here we go. See, we see, see, you know, see, we don't we don't like to talk about that because now we want everybody to pay extra hard for some mistakes they made. When clearly, and excuse me for being a new Christian, but there is a prayer that I've been saying since I was a little bitty boy, and it took me till I was a grown man to understand it. Forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. So see, it ain't my job to hold nobody down, to keep my knee on somebody's neck. Who am I? I'm going to need some forgiveness in a second here, probably today. See, so all this, you holding people down with the way you feel about them and she shouldn't have said this and she'll never get it. I'll never support this again. Man, get up. Get up and get real. You for real? You think you ain't finna need forgiveness real soon? You ain't finna make a diabolical mistake in your life? You don't think you are? I have thousands of them. Probably gonna make a few hundred more before I get up out of here. So I've decided to be in the forgiving business because I, I want God to forgive my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. You understand? See, excuse me for being a new Christian. I'm, I'm, I, get, I get tired of talking to, to, uh, uh, to people, man, supposed to be saved and talking about they're a Christian. I don't want that type of religion, man. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in that. You can call me wrong if you want to. Say it how you want to say it. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in all that. You can feel how you want to feel about me. But I got proof that God work in my life. You know, I, I can't hardly get it out sometimes when people ask me something about deep on, on the inside of me about my soul and how I used to be and, and my journey and my trip. Because people don't know the trip I've been on. Well, you may have been on one worse than me. But you know what? You ain't in a hole too deep God can't get you out of. Man, I, wish, I, want, I want people to remember that, man. God is a redeemer. He the great I am. So if you ain't got nothing now, what you asking for? You know, you might not have nothing because you ain't asking for nothing. Quit asking God to get you out of debt and ask God for a life of abundance. Then you take the money and you get out of debt. You keep asking to get out of debt. You keep being in debt to get out of. Come on, man. What you asking God for? I'm just tripping today. That's all. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, let me have your attention, please. Yesterday's our show was dedicated to military people. Today, we're dedicating today's show to all chicken farmers. That's okay. right. Okay. They don't get enough yeah. love around here. We're doing this for chicken farmers today. The love that some of us have for chicken and to never have shown the appreciation to chicken farmers, I think it's a damn shame. So today, really to all chicken farmers, I'm talking about for the fried chicken, for all the fried chicken restaurants, for the chicken fight going down with Popeyes and Chick-fil-A, just for your grandmama's fried chicken, for the chicken in every restaurant, the, just, the chicken that's just available. It's just a wonderful thing to have. Man, God, give us... Thank you for chicken farmers around this world. Ladies and gentlemen, call it for real. Good morning, Steve Harvey. I am with you. You know the chicken farmers are up this morning with us early. Morning. Junior. Thank you, Unc. Thank you, chicken farmers, for all the chicken that you give us. We love y'all. Nephew Tommy. In the words of a hoodie award winner, I thank the Lord for making them chickens. <laughs> Uh, Shirley's out today. She's still under yes. the weather. Uh, yeah. It's really just Shirley don't never take no time off. She's just doing her sick days. 
That's what this is. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> she getting yeah. to me. Why can't she <laughs> really be yeah. sick, though? No, I don't recommend leaving your sick days on the table. You don't? <laughs> Get them. No, you don't. No, 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 definitely. That's not what you do. Uh, no. Uh-uh. You use heels and summer hours. That's yeah. what Every okay. day, I'm entitled to be off with pay. I take them all. Uh, mm. On all your we jobs, like, did you ever leave vacation time on any of your jobs? No. Hell no. I've been Remember back to in the day? I've for staying the extra day because I told them I forgot I was supposed to be back. No, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it took an extra day. Remember when you used to carry over your days? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, to the next year, huh? Mm-hmm. That's like on the phone company when you had them rollover minutes. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Those were the good old days, huh? Them the good old days, baby. <sighs> yeah, no. Yeah, so how you feeling? You know, I'm actually wonderful, man. I uh, Tuesday told morning, y'all yeah. I was out playing golf last weekend, so I'm mm-hmm. recovering from that pretty good. I'm just trying to get my body now to where, you know what I've decided to do at 62? What? I'm just going to get in the kind of shape where uh, my body handles soreness better from the times when I you know, do work out and haven't worked out in a while and stuff like that. Did you play pretty good this weekend? Uh, yeah, I learned a little bit. I learned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not really good, but I'm better than I was. So, but then most, I'm, I'm tell you what, man, I'm, I'm better than the average player because the average player can't break a hundred. So, I play better than that guy. But, well, you know. Well, that's good to know. Well, coming Ain't up at thirty-two else. after the hour, we'll talk more about golfing with Steve, and we have your favorite segment, Steve. Ask Steve. Oh, here coming we go! Up. Come on, let's go! Uh oh, uh oh! Right after this, <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about an hour, you guys, Morris Chestnut will be our special guest. He will tell us about the new season, yes, of his new hit TV show, The Resident, premiering tonight on Fox. And we can't wait for that, Morris Chestnut, ladies. But right now, it's time for Ask Steve. Steve, you love this segment. This is where we ask you questions, the crew. So Um, I'll start it off. I, okay. You guys, you guys uh, think about it. Okay. Tommy and Junior, I'll start it off. Here we go, Steve. What is something that was a large part of your identity when you were younger, but isn't anymore? Um, stealing candy. What did oh, you you've just outgrown say? that, have you? Yeah. 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 You had a part of my identity growing up. As I grew up, candy uh, thief. stealing candy became not so. Yeah. My daddy found out I stole something one time. My daddy knocked my ass out. I ain't stole nothing since. So. That was what did you steal? Bit. What kind of candy? What was your oh, favorite? Anything that was bad. wasn't behind that counter. <laughs> it was out yeah. front. It was out front. It's fair game. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, I'd be at the grocery counter with my mama, just be eating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'd be in line. I go up there and get one, just be eating, and mouth full of chocolate, trying to help and swallow. So you she know. won't catch you. <laughs> Man, I got so many beatings for that right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that was one of the things I probably have to. Ask. Next question. All right, all right, let me do it. Let me jump in. What? Let me think of something. What makes you immediately suspicious of someone? 
Mm, that's a good one. Uh, when a person comes up to me talking about the Lord wanted me to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. They'll do it in a minute. Dog, you get that a lot, don't you? Do you have somebody come up to you like that? Yeah. I'm yeah. so glad I ran up into you. The Lord wanted me to tell you something. And then there's mm. always be something with a negative tint to it. It's always oh, really? something. Yeah. Oh, man, it ain't ever nothing, you know. I mean, every now and Positive? then I got... No, well, I got some... Spiritual people who text me all the time with positive reinforcement. Okay. Oh, okay. But just okay. people at random. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'm so glad <laughs> I saw you. The Lord put it on my heart and wanted me to tell you this. You remember that time <laughs> you said this? I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you said that. Well, that wasn't true. And I just wanted to be able. I said, if I ever saw you, I'd tell you that. First of all, God's voice has no sin in it. So God ain't told you to tell me nothing negative. And that's the, that's the thing that I'm always suspicious of. Suspicious of when, especially if it's a person I don't know. Because I kid you not, I talk to God every single day, several times a day. He did not mention that you would be coming up to me today. <laughs> with all of this. And we cool. Yeah, he right. never he give me no forewarning about you. <laughs> Next question. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, Junior. What does happiness really mean to you? My family. Ooh. My family, yeah. man. It's when I'm yeah. when I'm happiest, man. When I when I see my family enjoying themselves, especially if it's a benefit from some work that I've put in, mm-hmm. a vacation that I can afford for them, mm-hmm. watching them partake of, uh, you know, the benefits of them going to school and getting educated and watching them grow. That's the greatest form of happiness for me at this stage of my life is my family. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful. Nothing's like bigger that. than that for me. I kid you not. It doesn't matter. I've got all the awards I need. Uh-huh. Know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's all, it's all for them. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, here's a good one. Here's, mm-hmm. here's one. What is your biggest regret from your teen years? I don't know why I'm obsessed with your childhood and teen years today, mm-hmm. but that's my question. What is your biggest regret from your teen years? Michelle Pierce. You always go back. What about Michelle Pierce? It must have been cold. Dog, she would not give me the time of day, dog. She was my friend, but uh huh. Every time a dude walked her home, man, I'd be in my window just looking, man. Boom, do, doom, boo, doom, 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 boom, doom, doom. Just my imagination. Blue, doom, 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 doom. Is this is is this when you first started feeling ugly? Yeah, uh-huh. no, I, I felt ugly before that. Oh, before that. But she had overlooked it. She would talk to me. She wouldn't, you know, squint her eyes and nothing when we were talking. So I squint <laughs> her eyes. She was doing, you know, you know, you know when you look at that ugly person, you squint a little bit so you can put your eyelashes between them and you so it kind of make it look fuzzy. You know how you used to put Vaseline on the movie screen lens to. To show white women make them look luxurious back in the day. Okay. And oh, you look I at an ugly person okay. and you put your eyelashes between you and them, it they don't look as <laughs> so she used to look at me without squinting, so I kind of figured, you know, she could deal with it. <laughs> yeah, she could tolerate yeah. you. You are crazy. Yeah. Next question. 
What? What movie or TV quote do you use most often? You know I'm going to ask you something about the movie. So, yeah. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> A few good Qu- men. Quit asking me because you can't handle the truth. I've used that more than anything. And it's such a true statement for me. Jack Nichols. You, you, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a scene. That Daddy, just tell me the truth. You can't handle it. <laughs> oh, no. All right, that's pretty good. All right, Junior, you want to close it out or are you done? All right, uh, uh. Best thing you can get for four hundred dollars. Just, just best thing you can can get for four hundred dollars. Box Mm. of cigars. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That ain't bad. That ain't bad. I'm not mad at that. Come on, boy. Coming up, the nephew is here. (laughs) We're running that prank back, Steve. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kenya Moore and her husband, Mark Daly, split after two years of marriage. What? So sad. Oh, so sad. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, up, yeah. Hey, Kenya. That is, mm. uh, Junior, oh, Junior. didn't take you long. Junior <laughs> hollering already. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And Jennifer Lopez, check this out. Did you guys see her? She rocked her updated version of that iconic Versace yeah, dress. Yeah, send that. Y'all... I mean, no. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> send it to all of us right now. All right, all right. We're coming up. Come on, nephew. It's on you. What you got? Change. Back. Change for 100. Let's go. Change for 100 right now. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Regina, please. Mm, speaking. Hello? Yeah, speaking. This is Regina. Okay. Hey, uh, you did a, uh, a bachelor party for me and my boys like about two weeks ago. Okay. Sean, uh, Sean you remember Sean? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Now, listen, when you um, you was doing a lot of lap dances at night, you remember that? Yes. So how did you get my number? How, how can I help you? You need a party done? I mean, what what do you need? Okay, well, no, no, it ain't nothing like that. I was saying, you know, you did a lot of lap dances. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, well, listen, you know, uh, that night I was at the party, you did some lap dances for me, but okay. what I wanted to tell you was that the lap dances you had did was, the lap dances was $10, am I right? Right, you would be correct, yes. Okay, they were $10. the lap dances was $10, but I accidentally... I thought I gave you a ten dollar bill when I really gave you a hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I need actually what I the reason why I called you was I'm trying to I'm trying to get that you know, I'm trying to get that ninety dollars back. Uh, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. First of all, how did you get my number? Well the dude that um Who is dude who is dude that threw the ba- you know, the guy that hooked y'all up as far as doing the bachelor uh, Billy. Billy the ones that got y'all to come and do the bachelorette party. Okay. What I'm trying to, you know, tell you is is that I got the number from him. Okay. Okay. And he told me that I could call you and try to just talk to you about it. Okay. And and you want me to give see, you see I gave ninety dollars. I had tipped you. I was I was really finna pay you ten dollars, but it was a hundred dollar bill. So what the reason what I'm saying to you is, is that. I want to get the other $90 back. 
I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars. Excuse me? I'm not giving you your damn ninety dollars. Hell, when you gave me the hundred dollars. Hold on, wait a minute, hold on. Hold on, I don't even think you understand. I wasn't trying to give you all that money at one time. I need to get that money back from you. I don't think you understand. That's it. The other ninety dollars belong to me. I ain't getting my change back from you. I'm not giving you no change back. That ninety dollars was a damn tip. I'm not giving you back. Don't nobody be giving you no damn hundred dollars at one time. What's wrong with you? I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars back. Yeah, you should watch what you was doing. Cause you should. You gonna give me my ninety dollars? Look, I done already told you. I wasn't even trying to give you this money. I was trying to give you. I was trying to give you ten dollars. That's what I was trying to give you. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. You're not getting nothing. Hell, you should be at home with your wife and your kids. Hey, lady, listen. You don't even understand what what's going on right here. Lady, my you should have been there. I wasn't trying to. When, when nobody trying to give you no money. This a misunderstanding. I need this to get my hundred dollars back. Now look, I'm already saying I was giving ten, but ninety of that belonged to me. I'm not giving you no damn man. How you lost your mind? You calling me, waking me up, talking about giving you ninety dollars? I'm not giving you that. How you lost your mind? I'm gonna give you a tip, but I ain't giving you no ninety dollar tip. You did. You got my hundred dollars. Hey, lady, look. I'm not gonna sit here and go at it. I go at it with with you all this. Look, I want to get my ninety dollars back from you. No, first of all, if you call me late one more time, I'm gonna come find you and kick your. Ass. Second of all, I'm not giving you no damn ninety dollars back. Thanks for the tip. You should have been there in the first place, like I said. Keep your at home next time. Hey, lady, so on the real, I ain't trying to go back and forth with you. I, I was, I'm saying is it's been a mistake. I wasn't trying to give you no hundred dollars. All right, so I'm when I give you a hundred dollar bill, that was a mistake. I just want my money back. Ain't nobody tripping with you. Give me my money back. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. I'm not giving you back. That's your problem. You need to go home and tell your wife what you did with the extra nine dollars. So you don't mess around and get your swap. I told you I want my ninety dollars back. I'm not giving you a thing. I'm not to come find me then. Come find me. Come find me. $90. I want my money from you. What right? I want you with my... I want you to Don't you bring your up in here. I'm going to give you some of my ain't going to be no damn $90. I bet you that one. When are you going to pay me my $90? I'm not when? giving you no damn $90. Don't no ask me that no No, I'm not giving you no $90. Thank you for the damn tip. You ain't getting you go. You're going to give me... You're going to give me my $90. You're going to do that. You don't come in here for that man that won't your change back. You better get your off my phone before I come cut your. What the do you think I have? Don't call me with this. Hey, I got one more thing I want to tell you. You listen to me. Hell no, I'm still listening to your punk. Oh, you listen to me. I got one more thing I need to say to you. No, you didn't kiss my. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening to me? Hell no, don't call me with that. I ain't listen to you. I'm Kevin Dunn. What you got to say? You can kiss my with your punk. I said I got one more thing to say to you. Are you what listening you to say? me? What do you What you got to say? What is it? What is it? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. Who is this? Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
I do what I do when I do what I do when I do when I do, you know? That's what I do. Yeah. So yeah. I did that. And you played too much. Yeah. Too much. Thank Something you. really wrong. I am headed to Tampa, Florida, hanging out with my boy, the one and only Mr. Will Packer. I will be hosting a gala for Will's Church. 125 years of service in the church. That ain't bad, isn't it? 125 years. That's great, church? man. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, our special guest, ladies, get ready. Morris Chestnut will be here. Can't wait to talk to him. But first, in today's entertainment news, check this out, guys. This is really sad. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kenya Moore and her husband, Mark Daly, have called it quits after just two years of marriage. Uh, Kenya released a statement saying it is with profound sadness that I regret to inform my fans that I'm divorcing my husband, Mark Daly. Uh, Kenya went on. She told People magazine, due to recent and ongoing circumstances, I can no longer continue in the marriage. And then she went on to what say, happened? my sole concern and focus is will always be with my daughter, Brooklyn, her miracle baby, Junior. I, you know what? Mm. There's some rumors out on uh, some of the blogs that are saying that Kenya is actually Mark's second wife and that he had oh. other kids from a previous marriage. Now, that's a rumor. Don't know if that's completely true. But, yeah, but what they got, I mean, know, if that's true, what? What, I don't what, know if she knew that. It, it seems like the rumor is trying to say that she didn't know these things because her and her husband was just on the Tamron Hall show last week, and she was talking about he was the love of you know her life and her husband. So it's just some weird stuff, weird rumors going on about okay. that. So yeah, well, it's just really you know, sad to I, I see their marriage. I wish they could work through it because Me you too. know ma- ma- marriage a is a fight, man. Yeah, it's work. Uh, it's 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 a lot of work, and it's not, when I say it's a fight. It's 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 a fight worth having a lot of times. If you're with the right mm-hmm. person, you got to fight for your marriage sometimes, you know. If you're with the right person, yeah. it's, it's not smooth sailing. I don't care what Never. anybody Never. portrays it out to be. Right. It's it's not smooth sailing. Nothing is. Your job is not a bed of roses sailing. every day. No. It's, it's just no. not. Yeah. It's some days yeah. where it's the greatest thing ever happened to you. And then there's some mm-hmm. days you be looking upside the head going, the hell I'm mad at for? <laughs> the hell did I marry him for? Yes, I'm pretty sure funny. Marjorie has looked at me several times and went, "Why did I? Did he crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mm-hmm. husband is crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. I know my wife done said. I know. I think she used us another term though. Hey, like what? Like what, Steve? I'm like just, what? I don't know. I'm just thinking. I don't think crazy it though. Think, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Mm. It's really sad about Kenya and Mark. Hopefully, no, I don't know. Maybe they can do some kind of reconciliation, turn but things But, you know, around. for her to go on, I, I think, you know, see, but this reality thing, this whole... Reality my television. My fans, I'm so It brings me great regret. Hey, hey, stop writing your story. Just, you know, live your life. 
everybody ain't got to know everything about you because you might get a chance to work this out if you keep it out the public eye. Mm-hmm. Well, she's you back know. on reality. You know, they're shooting the current season or the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. So she's a reality star. So her her life is out there. She put it out there. Yeah, Once yeah. you be on reality you decided to do that. I tell you TV, it's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so before saying. we run out of time and we have to go to Miss Ann, let's talk about this. Did you guys see 50-year-old Jennifer Lopez close out the <sighs> Versace fashion show in Milan? It was this past Friday. Wearing an updated version of the iconic green tropical dress that she wore in the, mm. to the Grammys back in 2000. Yeah. Go, J-Lo, go. Mm. That's a bad girl right there. Yes, it is. Did y'all see yes, it? it? Yeah, I saw it. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I've saved mm-hmm. it in my phone. Yes, yeah. I have. <laughs> you better hey, delete it. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> All right, we have to also say congratulations to Terrence Howard. He's getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He was saying some crazy stuff at the Emmys. Uh, red carpet interview and all that. But anyway, come I on, hope Steve, he's it's saying time for the headlines. You <laughs> <laughs> do a A and B selection <laughs> on the <laughs> ass, Terrence. <laughs> Let them know, doggy. <laughs> and as far as the J-Lo outfit, I have no comment. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss <laughs> Ann Tripp. <laughs> Somebody wants to stay out of trouble. Okay, this is Antrip with the news, and good morning, everybody. Now the serious stuff. A soldier stationed at Fort Riley in Kansas under arrest for allegedly distributing bomb-making instructions online and also threatening to attack a bunch of people in places, including an unnamed news network. Authorities say 24-year-old Jared William Smith also used Facebook to talk about possibly assassinating Democratic presidential hopeful Beto O'Rourke and about joining the far right-wing fighters in the Ukraine. If convicted, this guy, Jared Smith, faces up to 20 years in prison. The president addresses the U.N. General Assembly later on this morning in New York City. At the U.N. yesterday, Trump, who at first said he would not attend the climate change conference, did stop by for about 15 minutes, and then he held his own event, one very popular with one of his key constituencies, evangelicals, Trump pledging to support religious freedom in all places and all over the world. We're urging every nation to increase the prosecution and punishment of crimes against religious communities. There can be no greater crime than that. And Trump says that the U.S. would commit $25 million to protect religious freedoms and religious sites from attacks. In Orlando, Florida, a six-year-old girl was taken out of school last Thursday and actually arrested because she had a temper tantrum. Six-year-old Kyla Roll is black. Her grandmother, needless to say, is very, very upset. I say, what do you mean she was arrested? Say there was an incident and she kicked somebody. She's arrested and she has a charge. No six-year-old child should be able to tell somebody that they had handcuffs on them and they were riding in the back of a police car and taken to a juvenile detention center to be fingerprinted. In order to arrest the uh, child under 12, cops have to have a watch commander's approval, but there was no such okay. So the school resource officer who okayed little Kyla's arrest has been suspended right now. Marilyn Kirkland, that's the grandmother, she says her daughter, granddaughter was photographed for a mugshot even and charged with battery. And wait a minute, I ain't finished. Uh, Kay- Kayla is also supposed to report to court October 16th, and if she doesn't appear, Orlando police, they are a warrant is going to be issued for the first grader's arrest. 
That's in Orlando, Florida. Thought I'd say that a former NBA player named Andre Emmett killed early Monday morning in Dallas uh, by two men. They're still looking for them. Actor Sid Haig has died. The pockmarked face actor was in several uh, Jackie, uh, Jackie Brown, Pam Grier movies. Uh, one, he was pretending to be a pilot who she was interested in. And I'll tell you about that later on this morning. But he was 80 years old. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, Orlando police have suspended a school resource officer. Now, this story has been trending all on social media this past weekend. Uh, Dennis Turner, who was arrested, he arrested, I should say, both a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, these students, elementary school students. Now, these arrests, they were on two separate incidents, but folks are outraged about this story. The six-year-old little girl was arrested taken in handcuffs in a back of a police squad car to a juvenile assessment center. Now, once at this facility, now once she was there at the facility, another officer, that's right, Junior, be shocked and outraged about this. Another officer found out that there was no approval for this arrest. The police said you must get approval from your supervisor to arrest a child under the age of 12 years old. Now, according to multiple news outlets, the six-year-old, her name is Kaya or, or, or Kia, I'm not sure of her pronunciation. They said she threw a tantrum at school, uh, kicked a girl or kicked a staff member, and uh, her grandmother is was just upset. She was on, I saw her interview on CBS News, and she talked about, she said, how do you arrest a six-year-old child? The grandmother went on to say that her granddaughter suffers from sleep apnea, and uh, there's an internal investigation pending on this officer's actions. So well, what do you, you guys know, think about? something's going to yeah. happen because you can't. That's a traumatic thing to handcuff a child that young, a girl, or mm-hmm. boy, mm-hmm. but yeah. a, a girl and an officer. What six-year-old can't you handle? Right. Yeah, you ought to be able to handle that. Yeah. Look, I, I'm not the baddest guy in the world. But I'm going to go out on the limb here. Yeah. There ain't a six-year-old living can whoop my ass. <laughs> I'm just going to I don't, don't want to go too far. Yeah. Boy, I got three sons, uh, 28, 27, and 22. I can assure you, on their best day, I'm more hell than they ever wants to Same encounter. Really. Yeah. No, uh-huh. I promise you yeah. that. Yeah. But this Old is your this is your way different. of uh, disciplining a child, the six year old. Put her Are in you handcuffs nuts? and then take her yes. to a detention center. Detention center. Hey man, this is not oh how God. you teach a six year old a lesson. You can scar them mentally, man, with this type of move. This is, they can't even comprehend that handcuffs. Yeah. I don't even know well, he no done this that before, fit a six year old. Right. Right. Still. Hell, these people that slip out of cuffs that's grown ass men because they so skinny. I this dude right here. But see, what what kind of training he done took? It, oh, with yeah, all the training, right. you mean to tell me nothing in his mind clicked and said, hold up, man, this is a six-year-old little girl. Maybe kid. I shouldn't this put her in this car and yeah. take her down here. Ain't none of that come out. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of... Well, this is very traumatic, yeah. just like you said, Steve. So yeah. um, if you want to comment on this story, you can go to steveharveyfm.com. Can I say one last Coming thing? Up, Mm-hmm. He he he! Lucky he didn't arrest the wrong person's child. I was just about to say that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a blessing for him. Coming up, thirty-four mm. after the hour, mm. our special guest, Morris Chestnut. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all! As promised, our special guest is on the phone. Uh, he's an acclaimed actor. 
Uh, my man really don't need no introduction because he's family on this show, man. He starred in so many great films and TV series. Uh, but we know and love him for his groundbreaking role as Ricky and Boys to the Hood, Boys in the Hood, uh, Lance in the Best Man and, and the Best Man Holiday. Well, uh, presently, uh, he's joined the cast of uh, The President on Fox. Excuse me, The, the Resident, Resident on Fox. Somebody and needs the to Re- join The President. Yeah, somebody right. needs to be on there. Cause <laughs> our President on Fox is messing it up. And uh, The Resident uh, returns tonight, Tuesday, September 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Uh, let's find out more about this new season of The Resident. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for our man, the one and only Mr. Morris Chestnut. Hey, thank, thank you guys for having yes. me. Thank you for having me. What up, Morris? How you doing? I'm good. How you guys doing? Man, we We're real good, good man. man. We're doing real good. Brother, you I, always yeah. working. You know, I've been I've been very blessed, very blessed in my career to work so consistently for so long. And, you know, I'm very blessed, but I always treat everybody with respect from, you know, from the PA to the top director, actor, whatever on set. So, you know, they, uh, they keep bringing me back. That's real. Hey, man, well, let's talk about the show, man, because The Resident, this is his third season tonight on Fox. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're on the cast, uh, and you play uh, Dr. Barrett Kane, ruthless, right. intimidating neurosurgeon. Yes, he Never heard of that before. <laughs> ruthless, and intimidating neurosurgeon. I'll cut your damn brain out. <laughs> Dr. Barrett Kane thinks he's Superman, a uh, physician. Tell, tell, tell us about the role, man. What is yeah, it? Yeah, this is. A- this is a really, really fun role for me because it's, it's, he's so much different than I am. He's a, he, he really does have a, a God complex, and he thinks he can do no wrong. Mm. And basically, mm. what he what he does is so at the at this particular hospital that he's at, he instead of being really concerned about the patient's care, he's more concerned about mm. the billing that he can get for the hospital. So mm. if you, if, a, if a patient may need a surgery that's uh, that, that's less invasive that wouldn't cost as much money he would recommend mm-hmm. the surgery that would be more invasive to build more money for the hospital he's about that money oh, then huh he's about that money yeah he's about that money <laughs> yeah jay anthony brown how you doing sir now would you up, would man? you rather play comedy or being a mean person which one do you prefer uh you know what i, I would prefer i prefer this job right now because it's, <laughs> it's just fun no i would but first of all i mean comedy is not my thing really and uh but i mean i, I do enjoy playing this character because he does and says things that i i me personally morris would not say or do and uh it's just fun just to, you know just step in the shoes for a little while have fun with them then put them away when i go home for the day be mean and go home. All right, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, and Morris, so let me tell you, man, you you built a career, been a symbol out there, sex symbol, ladies' man. Yes. So in this role as Dr. Kane, are, are you still a ladies' man while you trying to make all this money for the hospital? Yeah, that's the thing. He, uh, you know, he's obsessive. You know, he's obsessive about his work in the building. He's also obsessive about his uh, his vices. And women happen to be one of his vices as well. <laughs> Do you ever get a role where you don't get none? Because in every role, you get some. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> Well, Morris, let me tell you Love this. Morris. I ain't ever had a role for I, I ain't got nothing. 
Ever. Matter, they get me off screen as soon as possible. <laughs> Tell your little joke with your big ass nose and let's get on out the way. Steve. <laughs> hey man, listen. Hey man, the uh the show is a hit. It's back for the third season at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox, man. We're gonna all tune Tonight. in, man. You, you. you just you've been a cold soldier in the game. I I, I just want to thank you, man, for just holding it down the way you have being such an example of what this business could be for those who stay true to the cause, man. So, congratulations, Morris. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I, I truly, I always appreciate you guys having me on. All right, everybody, you, the man. resident Tuesday night, 8 p.m. tonight on Fox. Make sure you check it out. Morris Chestnut, everybody. All right. <laughs> Coming up next, Nephew Tommy with today's prank phone call right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, get ready. Today's strawberry letter, the subject is, I want to live with all four women. Hell yeah. Come on. I mean, I mean. You're so stupid. Yeah, yeah. I'm being stupid and you stupid too. Yeah. Yes, both. Who don't want to? Nobody. Come on. You ain't understanding the pain that's going to come with that. That sounds good the first night. No, about the first month, huh? About the first month, really, though. Anyway, yeah, come on with your prank There's going to be a lot going go. on this first go. month. I ain't never had four women in one at the same time. You ain't never had? At all at the same time? Oh, I've been passed off. Now, come on now. Oh, no, you have his ass. I've had that said to me. What <laughs> you say, Junior? He's winning. Four women in a row. Yeah. Man. All right, I got a prank for you. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Your husband's prescription is ready. Hello. Hello, how you doing? This is uh Pharmacy. My name is Brian. I'm the tech here. Uh, is Mr. Uh, is Donovan? Donovan, is he available? Uh, no. What can I help you with? Uh, well, he, he dropped his prescription off about an hour ago. I wanted to. We wanted to call and let you guys know that the prescription is ready. Prescription for what? Uh, well, he um he dropped off a prescription. I'm assuming he must have. Uh, it looks like the doctor just wrote this prescription today, so I'm assuming he, um, seems like he would probably need this, uh, pretty soon, so I wanted to let you guys know it's ready. Okay, and what exactly did he get a prescription for? Um, it's, uh, amoxicillin. Amoxicillin? Amoxicillin. We've got him at least, um, 15 tablets. If he could take two tablets a day, wait, uh, right. it pretty I'm sorry, much wait, your name is Brian, right? My name is Brian, yes. I'm the technician okay. here at the pharmacy. Okay, well, let me, okay, down a that's my husband. Let me make sure you have the right Donovan because, well, let me, like, can we check the birthdays? Are you allowed to do that with me? Oh, definitely, definitely. It's, um, 74. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, okay. And so what exactly is amoxicillin for? Amoxicillin is an antibiotic, ma'am. So any type of, um, small infections of, of, uh, some sort, diseases or whatever, it, it pretty much cures it. So you telling me this nasty then got something and went and got it on my... First off, he went and seen the doctor and got a prescription under my insurance. This type of... And he went and got something... You know what? You know what? That Brian, I'm coming down there. I'll pick up the medicine. I'll get it. And if he wants that medicine, he'll check in with me at my counter. Because I got to check that he done wrote that his cannot cash. I'm going to beat the hell out this He do not know. He does not even... You know what? We brought in a new okay, year... Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're... You're... Um, Miss... What, 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 can I call you by your first name? What's your name? No, nah, call me Miss. That's fine. Just call me Miss. 
No. Call me Miss. Okay. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to apologize. I had no idea that you were not aware of the actual mm-hmm. uh, prescription that he's that we've just filled for him. Mm-hmm. You know, just just on a personal note, I'm just curious: is, is there a possibility maybe maybe you could have given it to him? Brian, no, the you didn't. You done lost all of my. Now, first off, you don't call my phone. First off, no, you. I'm glad you called my phone to tell me it's my insurance. That's why. And then you gonna accuse me of giving that man. Are you scoring him? Don't you ever in your life call somebody's phone, and this is a courtesy call. It's none of your business what's going on in my okay? None of your business. You get out of my way. That ain't none of your business. And you ain't got nothing to answer your question. I got something for your and his. He want to come home with STDs, and you want to ask me if I gave him STDs? Oh, okay. Where's your manager? Let me speak to your manager ma'am i was just i was uh you know i'm I'm not trying to be uh unprofessional i was just asking a, a personal question i should not have asked you something like that and i i do apologize i is I do, should we expect someone to pick up the prescription I'm, i just told you i'm gonna be picking that up i'm gonna come in now you, you know what blind you'll know who i am because i got i got a couple words for your and i still want to speak to your manager you did you were very unprofessional and i don't appreciate you coming at me i'm trying to eat you call me, tell me he didn't got me a STD, didn't ask me, did I give it to him? And you all up in between my... No, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to get all in between your legs, ma'am. Apparently, that's not the place to be, considering you guys need a moxicillin, you know, but... I never know the you did. You didn't lost your mind. You know what? Brian, I still got some firecrackers left from the first, and guess what? I'm going to light the up your... You don't play games with me. You do not even know. You do not know me. You don't know who I am. You don't know who I know and what I got. I got something for y'all. What is this uh, prescription at? Because I know it's not the one by our house. I know it's not. What did he take his choice for? Where are you at? Because I'm on my way now. Um, um, uh, uh, like, my manager's here. Would you like to speak with him, ma'am? Yeah, put your manager on. Put your manager on. I want to speak to him now. Uh, hang on a sec. Uh-huh. Uh, hello? Hello? Yeah, this Hi, is Tommy. Uh, who? Tommy. You're the manager of... This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show when you just got pranked by your husband Donovan. <laughs> I was killing him and you. What the <laughs> prank on me? He needs to be out looking for a job. It's saying worse than three months. Don't play with me like that. Got my blood pressure high. You all right? <laughs> Oh no, I'm coming down. I'm still coming to get you. <laughs> I'm not at baby. You can't come get me. <laughs> oh, you better be glad I love your show. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. He told me say my wife don't tolerate no cheating. <laughs> he know. He know I'm crazy. <laughs> you ain't right. You wrong. I got one more thing to ask you though. What is the baddest and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that's the one that'll probably get you jumped on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That one now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll get you jumped on. But, you know, you got to take you that kind of risk much. when you prank. When you're pranking, you take these kind of risks. You have to. But you're doing ability. pharmacy and, and medication, nephew? That's too far. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, especially they got that penicillin oh. waiting on us. You know, we know what that's for. So what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, man. <laughs> That damn penicillin, boy. You got a lot of explaining to do with that one right there. <laughs> that penicillin, that moxicillin, that, that's waiting on you? Oh, no. Your wife want to know what's happening here. <laughs> they said over the intercom, too. Oh. <laughs>
Your wife want to know exactly what they talk. Okay, okay, okay. Now, when he came down there, what, what kind of prescription? What are we talking about? Right. Yeah, what you <sighs> talking about? What's wrong with him? 20, that's right. 2019, the Heritage Gala for Bethel AME Church. It is the gala that the nephew will be hosting. The keynote speaker is the one and only the executive producer of my show, Mr. Will Hacker. Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. St. Petersburg, baby. I will be there hosting for the church. For the church. Any any pointers, Uncle Steve, for the church? Yep, just trying any... not to cuss. Okay. That's well, all you need. Yeah. 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 That's been my whole I... thing in church, just try not to cuss. Yeah. Uh. And try not to see nobody fine and say nothing out loud. I've done that. But I always like, what, turn what did you say? What did well, you I say? Well, mean, I mean, I know how to do it. I saw it. was years ago, man. I was at this church, and this chick was so uh-huh. fine. She uh-huh. walked right past me, and I just turned to spiritual. I just said, Jesus. <laughs> and, you know, anybody know who I was talking to? It was, it was a reference to her, but I was calling on the Lord. <laughs> was she that fine, dog? Dog, a dog. Dog. <sighs> okay, I'm t- I know I, what that means. Uh, when you yeah. hear, mm, mm. when you hear yeah. that, you know mm-hmm. what a brother talking. Mm-hmm. About. Yeah, no, I, dog, mm-hmm. dog, dog, almost joined the church. <laughs> yeah, <Boy>. that's fine. <laughs> and she was on the baptismal committee, and oh. I've already been baptized. But I was saying, uh-huh. man, I'll take this suit off and do this again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Top of the hour, we got the strawberry letter coming up right after this. Strawberry. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. Our girl Shirley Strawberry is out today. So Steve will read the letter. Nephew Tommy will do the intro. I'll reply. Let's go, crew. We ought to prank Shirley for the morning up. Just, just y'all think about that. Yeah, you think of you it. Think you need a prank artist. Yeah. You got a number to hear you need us for. Let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, I want to live with all four women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a single man that's just enjoying life, and I need some advice. I have four women who all love me and want to be with me. I have a child by each one of the women, and I love all of them. But I find it hard to pick one to settle down with because they are all so good to me. I rotate my time with them by going on dates and having sex with them regularly. And they don't seem to have a problem with it. One of them has a few cars, so she lets me keep one of her cars. The other one buys most of my clothes. One lets me live rent-free in one of her rental houses. And one of them is pregnant by me again. So I've been been spending most of my time with her lately. I don't know how to tell the other three that I'm having another child. See, all these women are like my best friends, and I can't imagine my life without them. So I have an idea that I want to talk to them about. I was thinking it would be great if we could be one big happy family. (laughs) Man. 
Damn. What? Yeah. They all get along and they all love me. So we could have one house and raise the kids together. We can raise the kids together. I don't know how to bring up the idea to them, especially since a new baby is on the way. I know people may judge me, but these are good girls. And I treat them all with respect. <laughs> it would be easier for me financially to have everyone together It would be easier for me financially to have everyone together and I wouldn't have to run around spending time with each one of them. Do you think it would work? Or am I crazy to even ask them to do this? I'm just a father that's trying to do the right thing. Please advise. Come on. Shut up, man. (laughs) Please. Shut up, (laughs) Right. You're just a father trying to do the right thing. No, you're not. No, you're not. You have a relationship with four women, and you have four children and one on the way, and you're just using these women uh, for sex, and you're keeping them around without a commitment. You, These women are just settling for your foolishness. They're letting you drive their cars, letting you live rent-free. I mean, and these women, they are professionals. They got property and cars. I mean, Living they sound like line. they are... Yeah, they're hardworking women. And you say you treat them with respect and you want them to live under one roof and be sister wives. That's what you basically, that's basically what you're trying to do. And you're not being fair. You're not being fair to your baby mamas or to your children. You are lying to these women, making more babies. You're scared. You're scared to tell them that you got another baby on the way, but you want them to all live together. This, this this is not going to end well because it's just going to keep happening. You're going to just keep lying and making more babies, and then you're still trying to make them sister wives. You, my friend, sir, you've got to do better. You are being selfish, and you can't be, as you say, you say you want to be a good father. You can't be a good father being selfish. You want your cake and eat it, too. You're wrong for that. You need to grow up. Be a grown man. Take responsibility. Commitment. Very good. All right, let's go. Here we go. (laughs) Subject, I want to live with all four women. I love love the subject. I love love the way you wrote this letter, too, dude. I want to just commend you on the way you wrote the letter. But, boy, I'm a single man that's just enjoying life, and I need some advice. See right there. I'm a single man just enjoying life, and I need some advice. Right there. That's a crazy statement. I have four women who all love me and want to be with me. I have a child by each one of these women, and I love all of them, but I find it hard to pick one to settle down with because they're all so good to me. Has a condom crossed your mind? Come on. I mean, dog. Come on, Just, I mean, dog. Everybody in your life got a baby, and now you got another one on the way. Has a condom ever crossed your mind while you a single man just enjoying your life? You got four babies, man. That's four child support payments. How good can you possibly be enjoying your life and all your money is in child support? 
I rotate my time with them by going on dates and having regular sex with them. They don't seem to have a problem with it. You know why they don't? Because you're telling each one of them they the one. That's what I know what you tell them, dog. You can't keep four women on the string without saying that. One of them got a few cars, so she let me keep a car. One buy most of my clothes. One let me live went free on the rental house. And one of them is pregnant by me again. Hold on, let me go back down to this line. It would be easier for me financially to have everybody live together. I wouldn't have to run around spending time. It'd be easier for you financially. <laughs> you got a free car, free rent, free clothes, and you stay. What? What's your punk ass needs some more financial freedom wait, for? Wait, the hell is you talking about? Come on, all right, all right we got done. part two. Come on, part two, hold it. Steve's response at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's crazy. This is an off-the-chain crazy strawberry letter. What you got, Steve? I got this ignorant-ass man that wrote in yes. telling me yes, that he, he a single man enjoying his life. He needs some advice. He got four women all in love with him, and they got a baby by each one of the women, and he finding it hard to pick one to settle down with because they all good to me. Oh, I rotate my time, I go on dates, I have sex with them regularly, and they don't seem to have a problem. I pointed out earlier, they don't have a problem because you are telling each one of them they the one. That you that they they favorite if you going that far, which I don't think you are. You told each one of them they the one. They don't have a problem with it because you're not telling them how deep you in with each other. You ain't told the one that's giving you free clothes that the other one giving you a free car. You ain't told the one that's giving you a free car that the other one give your ass free rent. You ain't said Come none on. of this. I promise you ain't. He can't. I, boy, you ain't said this to no damn no grown ass there. woman. No. The no. reason they doing no, this is because they think they helping you with the hopes that you and they baby gonna one day be a family. So now, yep. one of them is pregnant by you again. Once again, just let me stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what sex class you took in junior high. They have them in elementary school. It's called uh, the condom. Oh, yes. It, it, there's a section in the store you can walk down. They so popular now, they lock them up. Yeah. It's called a condom. Now, I don't know how to tell the other three that I'm having a child. Wait a minute. Excuse me. You just said you have sex with all of them regularly, and they don't seem to have a problem with it. You just said that. Now you come back down here and say, you don't know how to tell them. You tell them. Tell them what you've been telling them. Tell them that you have sex with them regularly, and they cool with it. Everybody know what happened when you have sex regularly without no condom. So they already got babies. They not going to be surprised. All of these women are like my best friend. I can't imagine my life without them. I guess you can't because you ain't got no life without them. You ain't got no car. You ain't got no house. And your ass is naked. You ain't got no clothes. I was thinking. So I have an idea that I want to talk to them about. I was thinking it would be great if we could be one big happy family. Okay, that's what you're thinking? Yeah. That's what you can come up with? I wish you would go in there. They all get along and they all love me so we could have one house and raise the kids together. 
Now, Carlin hit this on the head, so now you think you white, right? You you think you live in Utah, and you think you on HBO with a show called Sister Wives. And then, yes. and, and then, and then, and then you said, do you think it would work on my crazy? Let me ask you that. These black women. <laughs> do I think this will work? Let me ask you that. Is these black women. The hell you think? Go ask your sister with this work. Go ask one of your aunts. Ask your mama. Get your grandma in the room and run this by. Do I think it'll work? Is these women black? Your punk ass. Now let's get on back up to this level. I don't know how to bring up the idea to them, especially since a new baby is on the way. Now hold up, partner. They all get along. See, you lying in the letter. Said. They all know each other. They, mm-hmm. You dog. Now, I know people may judge me, but these are good girls, and I treat them all with respect. First of all, young man, what you really need to do is you need to go get your dictionary. You need to sit down, and you. Ooh, I need you to look up to what the uh, definition of respect is. Respect is treating a person the way you would want to be treated yourself. Respect is honoring a person's wishes, even, even if they defy your own wishes. That's what respect is. Respect is honoring a person's will to have a right to do their choice in life and you accepting that in spite of. That's what respect is. You don't know what it is. How would he feel it if would they be wanted easier another man? For me financially to have everybody together and I wouldn't have to run around <laughs> spending time with each other. See, you're tired, ain't you? Oh yeah, yeah. See, this is this that you just described to me, Tommy and Junior. This is a wear your ass out situation. It is. It is. Uh-huh. Do you have any idea how hard it is to please one oh, woman? Man, boy, yes. do you do yes. the job? Yes. The job of raising a happy family. One woman with four kids. You got four women with four kids and one on the way. Boy, <laughs> you daddy everywhere you go. Boy, you <laughs> don't know who you wrote this letter to. Man. Then you said at the end of the letter, I'm just a father that's trying to do the right thing. Please advise. Here's what a father trying to do the right thing does. He takes care of his children. You are now about to be the father of five. I have probably a little bit more than you do. Oh, man. Brother, mm. just take care of them kids. Be a man. Pick you a woman. Treat her like a queen. Because like Tommy said, how would you like if they came and told you they had some four extra dudes? Come on, man. <laughs> you ain't nah. hearing that. All right, how, see. How would you like hearing that? that? No. Boy. <laughs> Boy, running right. He's so, guys, you can uh, email or Instagram us your thoughts on today's tired, Strawberry man. Letter at Steve Harvey <laughs> FM. Man, I can't stand him. I got to go over the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, today is National Voter Registration Day. We got some business. Come on, baby. Right. It's we'll that time. It. Yeah. Right after this. Uh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today is National Voter Registration Day. Every year, millions of Americans find themselves unable to vote because they miss a registration deadline, don't update their registration, or they just aren't sure how to register. So I want you right now, we want you to go to nationalvoterregistration.org. 
www.voteracademy.org to register to vote. You can also find out about voter registration deadlines by state, voting times, locations, whether or not you're eligible to register, and more. That's nationalvoterregistration.org. And Steve, Tommy Jr., Steve, first let's start with you. Please tell people the importance of registering to vote and voting. We got to get this done. Here's the thing that I would say to everybody about the importance of registering. If you don't register to vote, Donald Trump will be president for four more years. There should be a line of people out right now. And if you think that this is the example of what the president should be as an example for your children, is something wrong with you. I'm having a hard time with the Republican Party who seems to allow him to get away with whatever. And because of position, power, and money, they're willing to lay down their supposed values of their great party. The GOP is supposed to be the heartthrob of America. It's supposed to be the party of principles. But you're allowing the President of the United States not to adhere to any of those principles. So, family, uh, he done paid off the hooker and he done bought the uh, wow. the, the, the Playboy bunny in his house while he married. That's okay. Karen McDougal, Stormy that, Daniels, that's okay. all of that. Yeah. His lawyer has told you that he did these things by orders of him, the president. But because he's a sitting president, he can't be indicted. That's okay. He's talked about women in degrading ways. He's talked about Native American people. He doesn't care about children at the border. He thinks that if you come south and your skin ain't white, something's wrong with you being in this country. And if you think that the slogan, Make America Great Again, applies to you, when was America better for us as black people? So where are they trying to take us back to? If that don't make you vote, then let him be president again. Wow. Well said. Well said, Steve Well said. Yes, nationalvoterregistration.org. Register to vote today. Coming up at the top of the hour, September is Sickle Cell Awareness Month. And, Junior, you're going to tell us about it and tell us about your foundation at the top of the hour. It Here's sure hope is. That's your foundation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. Junior is standing by to tell us about uh, National Sickle Cell Awareness Month. And we were talking about today is National Voter Registration Day. And if you tell me you want to, yeah. Can we put these voter registration? can we put them in Chick-fil-A and Popeye? Because that way everybody is. That's where they at. That's where everybody at. Hey, Tommy, won't stand in line and vote, but line up all around the building for a damn chicken sandwich. <laughs> a chicken uh, sandwich, okay. man. That ain't going to do nothing but change your waistline. Ain't got nothing to do with your damn life. Exactly. Right. That's it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I love that, Tommy. You got Uh, that right. Stand in line for Jordans, Kanye sneakers, all of it. Chicken sandwiches. Spend the night outside. Apple get that new damn phone. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. You pitching up tents. Uh, Get your butt out there. Register to vote. National Voter Registration Day is today. And also, too, go to Steve Harvey FM. On social media, Instagram, Facebook, we got a lot of celebrities talking about the importance of voting. Uh, Felicia Rashad, Tina Knowles, Beyonce mom. So I want you to go I'm gonna to tell you, man, and check if that this, out. If this, if this doesn't get you turned out to vote, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. 
And not just voting in the federal election. You got to vote in your local election. You got to keep yeah. voting. You can't just wait for the presidential election to vote. You got to vote for the mayor, the judges, the sheriff's department, all of this Congress, House, Democrats, Senate. You have to keep voting in your community. You got to keep doing it, guys. This is the problem. Now he's the president, and then he has a Republican-ran Congress that's going to give Senate. him everything he wants. Yeah. You got to keep voting yeah, the all Senate. the time. And all because the elections. Even yes, if the, the, Senate, even if yes. the House votes to pass something, the Senate mm-hmm. won't. Because, right. And we've understood this. Listen to me. They don't care about what's right or wrong. No. They only mm-hmm. care about the party. It's party over country now. If it was country over party, they would not allow him to get away with what he's getting away with. But he can feel like he can do anything. The the Democrats spent 30-some million dollars on the Mueller report that turned up nothing of real value. But the stuff that they did turn out where he said that he could have pressed charges but you can't indict a sitting president, the stuff that they did come up with that was questionable, the House mm-hmm. can't act on it because they don't think it's strong enough to get it past the Senate. The Senate is ignoring it because it's their guy. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Republican. Yeah. The majority. Yep. And the as Senate. long as he's the president, they are in power, they in position, and they in the money. And they not giving yeah. up power, position, or money for their country. Mm-hmm. This, this, is, this is the most ridiculous government we've ever seen. And all he does is try to rescind everything Barack Obama has done. Yeah. How, why would you rescind the Fair Water Act? Who what? does who, that? Who finds that? <laughs> who, yeah. who wants to get rid of clean, clean water? water. <laughs> yeah. Right. The Emissions the Act. Issues. He wants that yeah. done away with it's in California. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, this I dude, man, is just trying to destroy this man's presidency. But make, but all he, this is a cut off your nose to spite your face move. This dude yeah. is the worst, and he's fighting real hard for re-election because he knows if he's not president, here come the indictments. Mm. He knows mm-hmm. right. if he's not president, here comes the indictments mm-hmm. because New York is sitting there waiting. Yeah. All right, y'all got to register to vote. Okay, Junior, September being National Sickle Cell Awareness Month. Tell us about it. And how you doing? How you feeling, Junior? I know uh, you were sick. Yeah, I'm feeling Not good. feeling too good. You know, I'm feeling good mm-hmm. now. You know, I'm on my meds and That's everything. Good. But, you know, one thing about, man, Sickle Cell Awareness Month, man, I'm really proud of the strides they're really making in sickle cell. You know, there's gene therapy, stem cell research still going on. And it's making a lot of great mm-hmm. strides. And also, you know, my foundation, Cures Hope, just works to take the change the shape of sickle cell. You know, I really just want to help people with sickle cell, not just the people with sickle cell, but their entire families. Hold that thought, Junior, because we want to continue that conversation. We'll come back at 20 after. Junior will tell us more about his foundation and the work he's doing. Kira's Hope, we'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Junior, so last break you were telling us about your foundation, Cures Hope. September is uh, National Sickle Cell Awareness Month. So tell us about your foundation. Well, you know, my foundation works to take care of the family of the child who has sickle cell. You know, I mean, one thing you have to understand is that when you have a sickle cell crisis, it affects the entire family. I couldn't believe my parents had to take off work because I got sick. And everybody showed up and they can't take off. And that's salary and income that's lost from the house. So around the Christmas time, Mm -hmm. I try to, for the last six years, I've been buying families mm-hmm. Christmases in different cities around the, uh, the country every year, man. And so right now I've donated up to $60,000 so far. My own money. Woo-hoo! 
you know. And, and let me tell you something else though that was really big. This past June, everybody knows I have I have my um, 5K run every June in the city of Dallas. And man, it really made me proud that the state of Texas, my home state, they made Here's Hope Month for the entire month of June in the state of Texas. Right. And the right. city gave me a provocation, man. I just thank God, man, that I'm able to be an, an hey, example. Hey, Jenny, let me ask you something. Have you ever done stem cell for sickle cell? Have you ever done no, no, stem uh-uh. cell? No, no, I haven't not done it. I'm, I might be a little too old. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to see. Okay. You know. Why don't you try it? Yeah. What you mean too old? Oh, just see. You know. Okay. I'm looking we'll through Tell everybody the website, the information for oh, Kier's Hopes. It's Kier's Hope, K-I-E-R-S, Kier's Hope. Dot org. That's kiershope.org. If you'd like to donate, we will like we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Junior. All, all right, right, more Junior. of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll have trending news, a little bit more fun, music, all of that at 33 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, check this out, guys. This is really sad. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kenya Moore and her husband Mark Daly have called it quits after just two years of marriage. Uh, Kenya released a statement saying it is with profound sadness that I regret to inform my fans that I'm divorcing my husband, Mark Daly. Uh, Kenya went on. She told People magazine, due to recent and ongoing circumstances, I can no longer continue in the marriage. And then she went on to say, my sole concern and focus is will always be with my daughter, Brooklyn, her miracle baby, Junior. You know what? There's some rumors out on uh, some of the blogs that are saying that Kenya is actually Mark's second wife and that he had Uh other kids from a previous marriage. Now, that's a rumor. Don't know if that's completely true. But but what they got, I mean, if that's true, what? What, I don't what? know if she knew that. It, it seems like the rumor is trying to say that she didn't know these things because her and her husband was just on Tamron Hall show last week. And she was talking about he was the love of, you know, her life and her husband. So it's just some weird stuff, weird rumors going on about okay. that. So well, uh, it's just really you know, sad to I, see their marriage. I wish they could work through it because, Me you too. know, ma- marriage a is a fight, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's 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 a lot of work. And it's not, when I say it's a fight, it's 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 a fight worth having a lot of times. If you're with the right mm-hmm. person, you got to fight for your marriage sometimes. You know, if you're with the right person, yeah. it's, it's not smooth sailing. I don't care what Never. anybody yeah. portrays it out to be. Right. It's it's not smooth sailing. Nothing is. Your job is not a ain't bed of roses sailing. every day. No. It's, it's just no. not. Yeah. There's some days yeah. where it's the greatest thing ever happened to you, and then there's some mm-hmm. days you be looking upside the head, going, "The hell I married him for." <laughs> the hell did I marry him for? Yes, I'm pretty sure Marjorie has looked at me several times and went, "Why did I? Did he crazy? Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. husband is crazy. I know. I know my wife is. I know. I think she used us another term. Though. Hey, like what? Like what, Steve? I'm like just, what? I don't know. I'm just thinking. I don't think crazy it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It's really sad about Kenya and Mark. Hopefully, no, I don't know. Maybe they can do some kind of reconciliation, turn but things But, you know, around. for her to go on, I, I think, you know, see, but this reality thing, this whole... Reality my television. My fans, I'm sorry. It brings me great regret. Hey, hey, stop writing your story. Just, you know, live your life. Everybody ain't got to know everything about you because you might get a chance to work this out if you keep it out the public eye. 
Mm-hmm. Well, she's you back know. on reality. You know, they're shooting the current season or the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. So she's a reality star. So her her life is out there. She put it out there. Yeah, Once yeah. you be on reality. She decided to do that. I'll tell you TV, it's, yeah, that's it. All right, coming up, Steve's closing remarks at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is the last break of the day. Time for you to take us home on this Tuesday. It was a good day today. It was a good day. A lot of information yeah. on the show today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and what you got for us? Drop some jewels. All right, you know, um, in my closing remarks, I, I try to mix it up. Yesterday I talked about uh, comfort and convenience and how in order to build a life of convenience, convenience is built through inconvenience and to build a life of comfortable, of to build a life of comfort, you have to be, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And th- these are just true statements. Now, here's here's something else I want to share with you. This is a little bit more direct. This is a little bit more, this is everybody. People oftentimes ask me, Steve, why do you talk about faith? This is just from my own experience. I have no other way to explain how I've gotten to where I am today had it not been for my faith, had it not been for my mother, who was a Sunday school teacher, who taught me about God, who taught me about prayer, taught me about faith, who taught me about having a relationship with God. Had it not been for that teaching right there, I wouldn't be here today. Now, there are people who will tell you that they have become successful without a relationship with God. And that can happen. Will it last? No. But it can happen. But the reason it won't last is because there will come a point in time in your life where you will have to know God. And if you don't know him, there will come a point in time in your life where you will wish you did. There will become a point in time in your life where you will call his name as you've never called it before. It happens to us all. It will happen. Before you leave here, you you will acknowledge the fact that he exists. Now, Here's the upside, because God is not a God that he wants us to have this life of fear and, oh, my God, if I don't do this, I ain't going to get this. God God is really not that way. God comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. Here's a reason I enjoy my faith. Here's the reason I enjoy having a relationship with God. See, so many people, I don't want to go to hell, and I want, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, 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 let's talk about the positivity of it. There are some good reasons for having faith. There are some great reasons for having a relationship with God. This relationship with God I have, I feel safe. I don't fear things. I'm not afraid of what somebody can do to me. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of a decision that a company can make about me. I'm not, I'm not fretful of what anybody may think about my income. I feel safe. I'm also, I'm reassured that when something goes contrary to what I thought was going to happen, guess what? 
I'm reassured because of my faith and my relationship with God that that too gonna work out on my behalf. Also, I enjoyed this relationship because I have a constant guide. I constantly can ask God for guidance and he'll give it to me. My guide happens to be a king, but this king is also my best friend. This relationship that I have with him, he is my best friend and my king. Man, don't you know it's kind of cool having a king as your best friend who can make decisions, man, who can help you out, who got answers, who got resources, who has a way out, who can be with you through everything you're going through and never leave you? My king is my best friend. I enjoy, because of my faith in my relationship, I enjoy having his companionship, a place that I can go to get real answers, somebody I can talk to about anything. I'm talking about, man, I done been in some trouble. I done been sick. I done been counted out. But because he's my companion, I can talk to him about anything. And you know what I really love about my relationship and my faith? He got answers. He got real answers, man. He got real, I don't care what your situation is, he got answers. There's scriptures written about everything you're going through. There's actually prayers about everything you're going through. You ain't running across nothing new. I don't care nothing about technology and none of that. You're running into nothing new. This stuff they saying about you on the uh, internet, they talked about Jesus, he didn't do nothing to nobody. He gives me inspiration. There's so many stories that I can read about, so many incidents in scriptures that I can get inspired, man, that God don't really ever leave you. I'm so reassured that he's with me every step of the way, that he didn't bring me this far to leave me, that all things work for the good to those who love him. It's so many things that I have inspired me, man. When I get up, when I'm through praying, that I just feel better. That's why I like my faith and my relationship with God. You should just look into it, man. You ain't got to be perfect to have one. You just want to have to talk to him. Just start talking to him. That's all you got to do. All right? Those are my closing remarks today. Dig, y'all have a great week. Right there. Y'all have a good one, man. I'm out. See y'all Friday. No. <laughs> what? Mars Wednesday. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 